0: Welcome to another episode of the Good, Bad, Better Show. I am Drew Allen, and it's a show where I talk about what's good and what's bad and what's better about uh, lots of things. Um, So today, I'm actually just doing a very brief, I call this brief, come on guys, come on guys. (laughs) I just said I would have a brief episode. Oh man. Here's the struggle I have is, do I talk about the things that I've experienced in the order that I experienced them? Or do I talk about them? Do I take advantage of the trending nature of things? All right. So let me just lay the land out here for you. I just got home from seeing Creed 3. And you might think, well, gosh, that like just happened. And you would be right, that did just happen. When I got home, I watched The Mandalorian Season 3 premiere. So that's even more recent, technically, in my world. And also, I've been ravenously consuming, no pun intended, Last of Us on HBO Max uh, every single week as soon as I can. So those are the three things happening. And I don't even know where to start but suffice it to say if you have the desire to experience those things with zero spoilers involved um, this episode is not quite for you but we'll see we'll see how it goes uh, I will say all 3 of those things are worth watching I highly recommend it please go watch those things they are all worth seeing I think uh yeah so <clears throat> let's start with The Mandalorian. Season three, premiere. And you can skip ahead. I don't know how long, but you can kind of just, you know, do that 30 second skip button on your podcast app of choice, which I'm assuming is the best podcast app, which is Pocket Casts. I'm not sure how you skip ahead in Spotify. Um, there's probably a way. Uh, it's, But, you know, I, I just know how bad that app is for podcasts. So Uh, good luck anyways Mandalorian season three um, I watched the premiere tonight and I actually before I watched it I watched about 20 minutes of recaps of season one and season two and season two and a half otherwise known as the good episodes of Boba Fett Um, so I was I was underwhelmed with the season premiere There was some stuff I liked, but at the same time, I I don't know. It, I I don't know. It just, it felt, I, I don't know how to describe it. I just didn't, like, okay, I'm excited to see more Mandalorian, all right? If you haven't been able to tell, Pedro Pascal is having a whole moment and I'm here With the Michael Jackson eating popcorn gif uh, ready. I'm very much here for it. However, um, it felt kind of contrived. Like basically, kind of saying, hey, you know, uh, he goes and it's like he needs redemption. I'll, I'll say, I'll say, you know, my favorite, favorite part was the opening sequence. It was interesting and exciting and mando gets to come in and be awesome and that was great i loved it so i guess it was sort of like um i don't know it just it went downhill from there for me uh the i mean i guess kind of like yeah i'll I'll just go a little bit in order here but uh the whole I don't know how long how much time has passed but it doesn't seem like a ton of time has passed just based on you know Mandalorian himself and Grogu I don't know like less than a year there's not really any information given as to how much time has passed but then we're kind of to take the cue uh, if I'm taking the cue from the city that we spend a lot of the episode in, if I take my cue from there, with Grief Karga played brilliantly by Carl Weathers, it, it just doesn't, it feels like, I mean, he's in this kind of opulent position of power. It's weird. and it. But just judging by, first of all, the opulence that he is presenting, and just like the huge expansive like city streets and all of the the city that he lands in there and everything like that says hey it's been several years because we've had to rebuild all of this stuff and so it's a kind of a there's an, it's incongruent has a lot of time passed or not um because it, it feels like i mean i don't know i don't know how fast greg supposed to grow Obviously, they age slowly, but, you know, if there's a several year gap that we're talking about, which would seem that way just based on how much the city has changed, then what has Mando been doing this whole time and why have we not seen any of it? You know, but the vibe on Mando's side felt like this is shortly after he gets gets Grogu back at the end of season two. So that kind of just felt weird. Um, and then, you know, I mean, that was kind of cool. Grief Carga being like, Hey, Ooh, <sighs> told you this wouldn't last too long. Um, you know, uh, Grief Carga being like, Hey, we're not, we're not pirate friendly anymore. We've cleaned up this place, etc., cetera, et cetera. And that was kind of cool. Them getting to do the little, you know, shootout in town hall kind of vibe, <laughs> the, t- the town square, um and but honestly uh it felt like it kind of felt hokey with the whole like, oh, they let one of the pirates go, and Mando's like, You sure you want to let him go? And Grief Carga's like, Yeah, he'll tell everyone that we're not friendly to pirates. And then of course eight eight minutes or less later, that dude is like now in a ship with a couple other buddies and they're like, Hey, Mando, you killed my friend. I'm going to attack you now. Like, and then also just this idea that like Mando was leaving, right? So why not just push that hyperspace button like he did to get out of there the first time? Why not do that before you have this crazy long dogfight through an asteroid field? Like if you're just trying to get out of there. Why, why have that sequence? If you have the "get out of jail free" button with the little hyperspace button, why not do that when they first come up on you instead of flying around a bunch till you're facing a much bigger ship? It just, you know what I'm saying? It just felt kind of contrived. And then they fly all the way to the Mandalorian planet, and Bocatan is just kind of like. Like what has she been doing? Is she literally just like sitting in that chair? Has she been sitting there all day? Has she been sitting there for weeks? What's what's the plan there? Because she feels like she's. It feels like you know the white. The, it feels like the government is shut down, and there's no one there, and she's just like hanging out, and he, Mando just happens to walk in right around then and say, "Hey, what's up?" You know, it just kind of felt weird. Um, And like I said, I mean, it wasn't terrible, but it just, I don't know, it felt weird. Oh, and to backtrack briefly, the whole thing with IG-11, that, I did not like that. I did not like it even a little bit. I didn't like the idea that Mando would even want to do IG-11. Like, why would you need that? Like, you've been perfectly fine traveling around a bunch of places, doing a bunch of cool things. Um, And so the idea that you need to come back to here to resurrect this one droid, uh, it's like, no. That felt forced and awkward. And then for... And beyond that, to be like, well, no, I mean, he literally exploded, right? So we just kind of have a couple of his parts, and then we had to build the rest to make this statue. And then for, for Mando to double down and be like, no, I don't care. We have to resurrect this one. And then, like, for someone who's very anti-droid and has been his whole life, he's, like, extremely adept at reanimating, you know, a half of a spine and a uh, head of a droid and with just like, yeah, let me tap these two wires together and turn him back on. That part felt a little strange. And then, even then, when they destroyed him even further, by having something crush his head, and then they still, Mando was still, like, even though he's already been destroyed twice now, and he has the wrong programming, and he's literally just half of a droid Uh, I am still going to make it my chief mission to resurrect this bucket of bolts so that I can do the thing that I want to do, which I have decided I cannot do without not just any help, but a droid's help and not just any droid's help, but this one droid's help. That felt way off base for Mando. Like, I don't even remember, like, what happened to Mayfeld. Um and what happened to Boba Fett? Where is he right now? Isn't he just like in a different planet a ways over? Can't you just go why not just go there and or just, you know, get his little weird band of new mutants or mighty morphine power rangers that he's got chilling over there? Why not get them to help you explore the thing? I mean, I'm not saying they would do a great job, but I'm saying they would do a better job than literally the top half of one droid who's been destroyed multiple times and barely reanimated to life so that just feels dumb honestly that whole thing felt dumb so anyways fast forward and he i guess because then it didn't make sense because they sent him off with grief karga saying that thing like well if those guys can't find your part for you then no one can and it felt like he was going to go talk to these guys to get a part, the missing droid part, as he leaves the droid, what I'm going to call the droidsmiths, and in Fraggle Rock, he leaves them to say, I'm going to go find this part for you and bring it back so you can fix my droid, the one that I have to have. And then he talks to Grief Karga, and Grief Karga says, oh yeah, these other random ites, if they can't find that part, then you'll never find it. And then he leaves. And It's, it seemed to me the implication was he's going to go talk to those guys about getting that part. But then he has this pirate battle where he randomly decides at the last minute, oh, you know what? I can just hyperspace out of here anytime I want. And so, boom, he fixes that problem. But then he goes to talk to Bo-Katan. What does she have to do with anything? I mean, obviously, I can see her connection to trying to get back to actual the planet of Mandalore. But... I thought he was going to find the droid part because you know what I'm saying it just why why the detour did he just change his mind at some point like yeah never mind I don't need that um I don't need that part I'm not like I can do it without the droid so why did you care so much if you know you could have took one look at that droid statue and have him tell you and have grief cargaga tell you that most of it's not there and then you could be like oh okay yeah it makes sense he's a literally it just a hollow shell of a droid that used to help me out with this one time, I probably need to find a better option to help me if I'm going to fight through this planet to get to the waters to be baptized or whatever. And also, why didn't he try that initially? Like, it's basically once, once he got kicked out, why didn't that conversation happen right then? Why didn't he just say, are you sure the mines are destroyed? are you sure there's not something down there that I can do? Because if I can find it, then I can be reinstated. And then this episode would have happened right then. But I digress. Um, And then bo is just kind of like, nah, you know, it just kind of, I don't know, it just felt weird. The whole thing just kind of fell flat to me. I mean, I was excited by the premise. I'm excited that he's going to go on this adventure. It's a, uh, reasonable adventure for him to go on but the idea that the execution in the story just felt so i don't know clunky and unnecessary and that was annoying um so yeah have i been talking that long is that really the case that can't be the case okay no that's 20 what is it 27 there's okay you know what? I think I might just make this an episode, and this is this is the this is the Mandalorian uh, season three premiere episode. How's that sound? Uh, and really, I'm very curious to get you guys' feedback. Um, I got a huge wall of exactly no feedback from my Super Bowl episode, which threw in some controversial takes. And so that was a little bit surprising to me. I think maybe the fact that I didn't post to anyone in the world that I had (laughs) uploaded another podcast episode might be some of the reason why I didn't get any feedback. And so, you know, I'll take that one. That's on me. But I will post about this episode, and I'll post that I actually have a Super Bowl episode out as well, and then that avalanche of feedback will come in. So, But my question is, would it be better if I had these little mini shorter episodes that talked about an individual topic? is that better? Um, I I don't know. I'm asking you. Uh, So 352-340-3038. That is the number to text or call and leave a voicemail letting me know what you think of this format idea where it's just literally a little bit shorter episodes and I just kind of talk about one topic in particular each time Uh, Or would you rather me jump around and say, like, these are the good things right now that I'm catching, and these are the bad things, don't do these things, and then here's how to make those things better, or whatever. Um, Just thinking through kind of what to do for the format. But really, I just kind of wanted to capture some thoughts and get them out there. That's the point. So, um, yeah, that's all. That's all I got. I mean, there's a whole lot more, but it is getting kind of late, so stay tuned for an episode at least one episode about the last of us which has been incredible and also an episode about creed 3 which i also really enjoyed and yeah we'll talk more about it later so all right i will see you guys in the next one peace This is the way.